So I receive uh, several requests to speak about um, ice baths and cold showers, as that has become such a popular popular thing in uh, especially our Western society. It seems we uh, often are looking for ways of stimulation to uh, feel that we are supporting and enhancing our health. And uh, quite often it, it goes hand in hand with something in extreme. So the same as extreme sports and uh, extreme power yoga. It's like, it's a little bit of, um, it shows how in, in the Western society we're so much uh, focused and driven. It can be like a, what you would say from Ayurvedic perspective is more of a, a vata push, pushing into pitta society. It's where we use wind to have this strong drive. So it's like wind pushing, blowing into a fire, which then naturally will enhance the fire. And pitta very much when we're more in a pitta frame of mind, we very much want results. We want to feel, to see results quite instantly. And we want to feel alive, which you could see is a bit more with the, if you look at the qualities of sattva, rajas and tamas being the different energies in, in this, uh, earthly experience, you could see that sattva, rajas, tamas are like, in a way, like the energetic or the mental doshas. So when we feel sattvic, which essentially is the the nature of our mind when it's in resting in its own neutral setting, kind of like a an engine that is in neutral, that it's alive and present and ready to move, but it's also not uh, in hyper gear. So you could see that sattva is like the, um, the middle point of movement and of pass- passiveness, pass- passivity. Whereas rajas would be more of a faster movement where the mind gets restless and jumpy and it can't sit still and it constantly it's like excess winds in the mind that there is no no peace and the opposite of that would be the the tamas where there is this stagnation and feeling stuck mentally emotionally which can also bring more of a a darkness of not wanting to do anything or if doing anything only to feed the the lower um cravings like eating food that is only satisfying temporarily to the mouth of extreme saltiness or extreme sourness or extreme spiciness anything that is very uh, sharp and to feel a temporary enjoyment but not really nourishment or watching things on uh, Netflix or things that is just this binge watching that doesn't really stimulate or inspire, but it's more of a temporary pleasure, which no judgment, but it's just giving a little explanation of different energies that are present. And we need those energies at different times. 
<clears throat> such as we need the tamasic energy to be present for us to sink into sleep. So it's the heavy, slow, dull, cloudy quality of tamas that helps us to sink slowly into a slumber and into a deep sleep to have good rest. And the same the next morning, we want to have the energy of rajas present so that we actually get out of bed and we don't keep hitting the snooze button and slumber and slumber and slumber. So it's a fine, beautiful dance and balance. Now, the beauty with Ayurveda so much is I find that it looks at every person as an individual, which we are, an individual expression of the oneness. So therefore, different bodies, but not just different bodies of what's called the prakriti, of what we're born with, our, our model that God gave us out of the God's factory of having this human vehicle, but also you look at the age of the vehicle, you look at what lifestyle they have, you look at what what perhaps possible imbalance or even um, kavagunya, this, this uh, defected space. It's like your weak spot, which we all have a weak spot, physical, emotional, uh, say that your, your, uh, your father had a heart issue, then you want to give attention to your own heart because you might genetically be carrying a little bit of that weakness. So you want to look at all these things, especially if there's anything that you want to do in extreme. So when you look at these ice baths or <clears throat> cold showers, anything where the body has a strong re natural reaction to, such as gasping when you jump into cold water and the body goes, <gasps> that kind of reaction, anything in extreme will also have a, an extreme reaction in the body so and in the mind. So that's why I th so many people are drawn to the ice baths because it's intense and it gives them this uh, strong sensation and also a way to start uh, trying to um, develop strong concentration and, and control over the mind to not give in when the body says get out but to breathe through it and to sit through whatever strong sensation is happening with the body while sitting in the ice now for people who have let's say uh, already either sensitive or weak nervous system um, if they have uh, a very anxious jumpy mind and jumpy body then you can imagine that, well, as like increases like, that then if you uh, every day create the environment for the body to go into a gasping mode and over strong sensation, that will then trigger the nervous system to, again, be in hyper, hyper mode. So... If a person, you could see that, say that someone has more of a very earthly body, a kapha type body. So this, imagine how some people that have a beautiful, very earthly body, they have bigger bones, they have more muscle mass, more fats. There's just this mountain 
man structure or this, this earth mama, uh, female. So for them, if they also have strong nervous system and a very strong, healthy heart, and if they tend to be more prone to, uh, a laziness, like a, oversleepiness and dullness, then you could see to bring in the opposite quality of dullness, which would be a sharpness. So then you could see that this stimulation of this cold water would wake them up and would get the the blood circulation moving, it would get everything moving. And that's exactly what would be great for, for them. But for many people who don't have that physical body and who also lack uh, a strong heart, both physical and, uh, let's say, emotional, and they're living a lifestyle where there is constant stimulation, then you could see that this uh, stimulation of the, the ice cold water or the cold shower could perhaps, especially over time, bring a deeper imbalance. So it's like people might feel like, oh, but I feel so great after. But you want to also look at not just instantly, but over time, if you're constantly putting yourself in a position where the senses, in this case of the skin, as we have these five senses, these five gates that allow us to experience outer world and affects our inner world, that if over time there is a continuous uh, overstimulation, that that can start triggering the nervous system to go into this hyper, you could see excess wind, this vata dosha, which is the ether and air, which is wind element. And when there's too much of it, so when there's a good balance and say someone who is very dull and heavy and has also the physical constitution of, of heaviness, then that, that stimulation of the cold water can be exactly what feels great for them to, to start the day and to feel awake and alive and this, this freshness, uh, and the circulation that starts to strengthen and, uh, nourish and warm the body. Yet, if it's a body that over time is receiving this stimulation, you can see how this vata dosha, because stimulation is movement and movement is wind, that over time on a more subtle level, this excess wind can start to increase and start to bring disruption to health. So, for example, uh, what I've noticed is with people who have gotten into doing these, these ice baths who already have more of a, a vata constitution and imbalance, that they can start having things, imbalances with vata dosha, such as anything with the nervous system, twitches, restless leg syndrome, which, um, is a classic, uh, imbalance of autodosha. There can be tinnitus, which is a ringing in the ears. There can start to be more of arthritis type pains because these cold and mobile qualities are going into the system and can eventually go into our cells as well, that there is this hyper stimulation. And also for women, as we have a a different body than the male body, 
is can also very much um, dysregulate the hormones, all the, the excess stimulation. So you could see if there's um, women who have more of a vata imbalance, they already have some instability and fears and uh, low body fat, a very light body, and they start getting into the coldness all the time. Also, the female body needs warmth. It needs, as female energy naturally is warmth, it's the, the oven when we conceive, it's the nest. This whole inner seat of the reproductive system is, is warmth. So, and some people, especially people who have more of a sharp pitta and perhaps imbalanced pitta nature, they might find it very annoying to hear this. Although for a pitta person, this might be nice, the cool waters, but perhaps not the extreme. And when pitta is out of balance, it likes extremes or it thinks it likes extremes. So it thinks it likes the ice baths and these things because it feels alive and all the the blood is pumping which is also the pitta the red blood cells but it's good to take note of how you feel through the rest of the day and also especially in the season of for example october when it starts to become more vata season that even a strong pitta person can start to feel more restless physically and mentally. So anything in extreme will increase vata dosha. And it's always good to look at why am I doing this with everything in life? Because sometimes we get a bit lost in techniques and forgetting why we're doing it. So if we're not feeling the result that we're hoping for through any kind of technique, such as whether it's the, the ice baths, whether it's certain types of breathing like pranayamas, whether it's um, doing a certain style of yoga asana practice. Even in the Ayurvedic sutras, it speaks about one of the ways to imbalance vata dosha is alongside too much thinking and too much worries and stress. One of the other ways is through too much yoga asana. So if you are following classes that are, say, power yoga, <laughs> extreme yoga, uh, which is already such a funny thing because yoga is all about the union, the balance. So extreme balance. <laughs> um, or you're doing, say, an ashtanga practice, but if you're moving just a little bit too intense and breathing a little bit too intense, that is right for your body type, you'll be able to tell by if after your practice, especially if you don't rest long enough in Shavasana. So if you do an extreme practice uh, of asana, then make sure that you balance it out by laying still, right? The opposite of mobility, that you lie still for at least 12 minutes in a Shavasana so that the nervous system can uh, reset and recharge. So if you notice after doing anything in extreme, such as these ice baths, anything you think you enjoy, check how you are the rest of the day. So some people after an Ashtanga practice and not resting long enough in Shavasana, they feel a little bit jumpy the rest of the day. Their nervous system is a bit twitchy, 
they feel a bit shaky and trembly, both physically uh, and mentally, because of course they all uh, are expressions of, they feed each other. If we're strong and stable and calm in the physical body, with the right balance of both movement and strengthening exercises, but also rest, that will naturally uh, express through the mind as well, that there will be a sense of calmness and stability um, and also strength, meaning strength to, to carry whatever life is asking you to look at. So check in with yourself of, is this really wise for me, seeing that every body has different, for one thing is a poison for the other, that can be a medicine for the other. So instead of following what everyone else is doing, just check in with yourself to feel how this is not just giving you the taste, the rasa of the experience, but also the vidya, the action of the experience of is it heating or cooling, but also the the vipaka, the post-digestive effect of the experience. And you could see, is this nourishing me or is this depleting me? And pretty much if you just take a moment to close eyes and feel, your body will instantly give you the answer. So I hope this is helpful. Thank you for listening with an open mind and an open heart. Mm-hmm.